Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Welcome to the next episode of the Carrots and Cake podcast. Today, I have a special guest. I have Anna Wilson, who is also known as Anna Rockstar. And that's 100% how I entered her into my calendar today for this episode. (laughs) And she is a coach. She's a personal trainer. She's actually a registered nurse by trade. And when we were chit-chatting before, she's all about keeping things simple for women when it comes to health and fitness and weight loss. And I'm very excited to have her here today. So welcome, Anna. Thank you so much. I feel very welcome. Yeah. And I'm excited to dive into a few different topics because I do think we kind of serve similar communities when it comes to women and health and weight loss goals and just being the best version of themselves. So I would love to just dive into it and get to know you and your story because yeah, you you are a nurse and now you are in online internet business. So I would just love to hear where you started, maybe why you left nursing. And yeah, we'll just go from there. Okay, sure. I'll just um, make that part really short. Thank you, Tina, for having me. I have been a very longtime fan of yours. I have to say this because I found you online several years ago before I even became a personal trainer. So I was drawn to you and your energy obviously it was meant to be. So thank you for having me and for being my friend here and online. Um, I came from um, a history of going, you know, dieting and being on Weight Watchers multiple times. And as a nurse, you know, I always went through the years thinking, well, I already know what to do because I understand nutrition. I know what to do. I just got to do it. I know what to do. I just, I just have to do it. And I hear the same story from a lot of my clients that they think they know what to do, which in a lot of respects we do, but why are we not doing it? Um, So anyway, back and forth with WW, I had lost and gained weight several different times. And the last time I was on my journey was, was very different for me. And um, there were some different things that happened for me that got me to a place in my transformation that was a place I'd never been before um, with my fitness and my physique for, you know, to be specific. I I think it was probably just driven by my state, uh, my my health, my unhealth, unhealthy state at the time. And um, and so I had my transformation through WW, but as I reached my goal weight, I didn't want to just lose weight. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to have that fit physique, that look. Um, Of course, overriding it all was your health, right? And I was aging and I didn't want to be that middle-aged woman that just gains all this weight and doesn't care and just starts to decline from there year after year. Um, So my goal was to not just lose weight. And that's what I was discovering with WW. I have to be very frank about this. It was definitely a tool that I used for some time, but it wasn't the tool that I really wanted and needed that got me the transformation that I had, which was all about dialing in my nutrition for health purposes and, and introducing strength training into my life. And this all happened back in 2017 and 2018. And then as I continued to progress in my fitness, and get so passionate about it. I started to help other women and I just like, I just love this so much. And as a nurse, um, 
in the hospital, I loved my nursing position. It was one of my dream jobs uh, at the time. Um, I was a an OR nurse for children in the children's hospital. Um, and then I did a stint as a as a high school nurse with my because my daughter um, was going to be spending her last three years at this high school that we had moved to. And I just wanted to be there for her because she had some special needs. And I did not ever aspired to be a school nurse. And I have a lot of respect for them now because I didn't quite understand that whole scope of things at the time. Um, but it was one of the best things that happened to me. Um, I learned a lot. Then I went back into surgical nursing. But at that time, I had already been at my goal weight, my what I like to call my healthy, happy weight, because it's not about the weight for me anymore. And it hasn't been for years. Um, but then I just couldn't put my mind, I couldn't keep my mind focused on nursing because I had such a passion to help women with their weight loss and their health. I wanted to be on the other side. I didn't want to be on the, the, uh, the other side of health. I wanted to be on the proactive side before people got sick, before people ended up in the hospital. So, um, I went all in. At the end of 2019, I made a decision that I wanted to start an online fitness business. I didn't even know what the heck I was getting into, girl. I didn't even have a certification yet. <laughs> I was just like, I'm doing this. Um, and it's just been a fantastic, amazing journey ever since. And um, so I started Rock That Fitness at the very beginning of 2022, uh, 2020, and it was before the pandemic started. So what I wasn't one of the coaches where I know a lot of coaches came online because of the pandemic. Um, I was not that one. I came on before, just before, a few months before. Um, and then there was the scare whenever we were all online, like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? And it turned out to be one of the best things ever because everybody was online and needing coaching and um, and that sort of thing. So that's kind of like how I got here. Does that answer your question? Yeah, for sure. I just love knowing all the details of like where you started, where you are now, because I do think it's interesting because a few things that you said really jumped out to me is just this story of approaching midlife. And I think a lot of women think it's just normal to gain weight and have no energy and just be forgotten about. And yeah. For you, you know, you've had this transformation story, you know, where you were like, no, that's that's not what's going to happen. I am going to take action and do something about it. But, you know, what was really like the turning point for you when it came to this whole weight loss journey, getting healthy, building muscle, you know, all the wonderful things you're all about now. But was there kind of like a key point or something that you were just like, something has to change? Like, what was that turning point? Well, sadly, as a nurse. Um, we don't want that to happen. <laughs> we don't want that kind of a turning point because for me, it was my health that was failing me. Um, but as a nurse, I understood what was happening with my body and what, what it was, um, was off for, for one, I was overweight. Um, I had reached well over 60 pounds overweight. So when you look at those charts, you're, you're not just overweight, you are obese. And that's a scary thing to look at on a chart. Um, but then the, here are the here are the health implications for me. I was having shortness of breath regularly, especially going upstairs. I would have chest pains at night. I'm sure that had something to do with not just um, my health, uh, my my uh, my weight, but the stress levels I was under, especially as a nurse too, um, and not taking care of my health with my nutrition. 
Um, but the thing that really scared me was that I have super tri- tri- supraventricular tachycardia, which is an unusual high heart rate for no reason that just happens spontaneously. And it would happen from time to time whenever I would try to work out, which, by the way, I've always been an active person. So it wasn't about lack of activity. <laughs> um, but that really scared me. Um, there would be there would be nights where. You know, my kids were still young. They were junior high and high school age. And it was scary because at night I would wake up with chest pains that would wake me up and I wasn't able to get my breath. And I would ask my husband, (laughs) it kind of jokingly, but do you know CPR? And uh, just making sure he knew like what the steps were, because I had this crazy scare. I was afraid I was going to have, you know, some kind of heart attack in the middle of the night. And I wanted to know that he knew what to do because that's the scary thing. Like my, and then my, uh, my cardiologist at the time wanted to put me on beta blockers and wanted to do um, this procedure to, you know, ablation into the heart where they, you know, they, they kind of knock out the nodes that are causing those extra electrical charges. And that all scared me. I'm like, I am not going to have surgery. I'm not having a procedure and I am not going to get on medication, especially not beta blockers. <laughs> so um, so that's where I was like, yeah, I am really, I'm serious. And I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I was fatigued, exhausted. And even though I have this very happy, outgoing personality, um, and for the most part, I'm just an optimistic, happy person to begin with. And But on the inside, Tina, I was really hurting. I was in pain. Um, I was honestly disgusted to look at myself in the mirror at that state. And I felt so ashamed, so uncomfortable in my clothes. Anything that I put on, even if it me properly, I hated it. I hated how I looked. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to enjoy the holidays and wear. I just didn't feel comfortable or happy in my body. And, um, so that's the turning point for me. And it didn't just happen like that, like overnight. It was, it's all been a huge long process. Um, but I will say that I was serious whenever I made that decision. And, and the thing for me was I knew that it wasn't going to be like it had in the past, because I think for myself, the lie that I was telling myself, not just unknowingly is that you reach a weight loss goal and then you, 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 you won, right? You, you made this goal and you're there and you win, but then you go back to your old ways, the way that you used to be. But this time was different. I knew that I was just on this for the long haul, that it was going to be, I didn't know when I was going to get there, but I was not going to stop. I love that. I love that. And I do, I agree. Like sometimes like you have to get to that like pain point or for me, it was kind of like rock bottom where I was sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And I was like, I don't matter. I don't care what it takes. I don't care how long, very, very similar, but I'm like, I'm going to do something differently. And that really does kind of like light a fire under your butt to be like, we're making this work. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. there, but just having that mindset is, is huge. And, you know, besides that, like mindset shift and, you know, getting to that point of pain, what would you say have been some of the like biggest game changers for you and your success? Like you, you mentioned strength training in there and Weight Watchers, and I think you're a fan of macros as well. Um, (laughs) Anything. You think so? (laughs) 
<laughs> any things that like really jump out as like, these were transformational. This is like, could be a great place for you, for somebody who's listening. Um, because I do think also like coming to this space, you know, where you're like, yes, I want to change. I want a long-term solution, but there's 8 million ways to do it. So I would just love to hear like personally, like what were like the big things for you? I think for me, I was afraid to leave WW and this world of counting points that I thought was a simple solution, which in my mind, the different times I went back, it was, it was like, I'm just going to count points because it works. Mm -hmm. But then I started realizing that that wasn't going to work for me because in the WW world, whenever you're counting points, you also rack up points for your activity. So you can use those points for, you know, eating back some points or eating more points. But my points, girl, were like really racking up. Like I was getting like 70 points, 80, 100 points. And I knew that I couldn't just be eating back all those points where I wasn't going to be maintaining what I wanted, which was a, which was a, um, I wanted to have a lean physique. I wanted to look fit. And it wasn't just about the weight for me. So the, the thing for me that changed was like, I need, I need to learn calories. And it was really scary at the time. This is, you know, back in the early part of 2017. And I'm just saying this too, for a lot of women who have been on WW or on WW, they're afraid to leave this point system. But I knew I needed to learn that, especially as a nurse, I understood the concept, but I needed to do it for myself. I needed to track all the calories, all the foods and have a, and gain and establish an understanding, um, a knowledge of my food and my nutrition. So that was a huge game changer for me because I was very active. I was strength training um, on a routine. Um, I, you know, I love my running. I love my cycling, but I didn't want to compromise muscle mass. So I knew I had to understand what was going on with my energy balance. Now, you know, now that we're personal trainers and we're nutrition coaches, we understand energy balance is understanding calories and why it's so important to understand calories. So for me, ca understanding calories and macros and the importance of, of having a balanced macros in your every day, especially when you're active, especially when you're working out, and especially as we're aging, that was the that was one of the biggest, biggest game changers for me. And then strength training. Obviously, you're not going to have muscles to show if you don't build muscles. And you're also not going to have muscle to show if you do not support your muscles with enough protein. So understanding your macros and enough carbohydrates and fats, because they're all important in muscle building. So that was a big difference for me as, you know, from like comparing it to my past, I hadn't ever really considered that. Like I would be running all the time, cardio, cardio, cardio. And I wondered, why don't I look fit? Why I don't have that physique? <laughs> so, so it's the game changer that, you know, it had to do with implementing a structured strength training program for myself. So those are two big things. And those are like, those are the tangible things. They weren't the thing that drove it all, which is mindset, which I didn't even realize at the time I was changing my mindset all along the way. Now I can look back and I have words to put to it. <laughs> so yeah, that's, those were the big game changers when it came to my nutrition and my fitness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I agree with that. Like we're big fans over here, strength training macros. I mean, yeah, they work. If you, you use them the right way, you could get amazing results. And I'm glad you mentioned mindset because that's a perfect transition. And I love that mindset is at the heart of your coaching because 
none of this is possible without the right mindset. And Lord knows I have been in a bad place as far as my personal mindset. And I've also worked with clients with a really bad mindset. Yeah. Yeah. As far as, you know, you went from Weight Watchers to macros, I would assume you have a very different relationship with food nowadays. So do you want to talk about that a little bit or even just like how that transition happened? Because I think a lot of women they do have these like really negative connotations around dieting and restriction and how miserable this whole experience is as far as losing weight can go and or working out even. And I honestly think like if you can kind of flip the script on that, it can be really amazing and you can get amazing results. So we'd just love to hear it from you before I ramble on about this. <laughs> I have so much to you say. Are, about that, uh, Tina, you were so awesome. Your questions are great. Even over to want to spur me on a little bit more, but I just knew that I could eat more, and it wasn't about like well, how can I put this? It wasn't about exercising so I could eat more. It was eating more for the sake of like to support your your body and your health. And there's a big difference between trying to navigate weight loss based on this idea that you need to eat as little as possible um, and move more. And I know that's been like the old saying, and it's been out there. And it's probably a lot of people still think that. A mm -hmm. lot of people think restrict, 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 and move more. But that is actually going to work against you if you're not careful. So I understood this as a nurse because I understand nutrition. Um, and I wanted to bulk up my my food with, you know, the foods that are higher volume, less calories, but also, again, I wanted to make sure that I was fueling my body for my performance and not, um, compromising lean muscle, uh, lean mass. But I think this, the biggest mindset shift for me was being able to understand that food is food. Um, there isn't any bad food or any good food. I can incorporate all foods into my diet. Um, the two the two things that stand out to me um, now, understanding things for myself and my mindset, is that if you want to if you want to shape your body, you want to recomposition your body, then it's important to be consistent with eating mostly whole foods and lean meats and lean proteins. If you want to composition your body, if you want to just lose weight, focus on your cal your calories. You're going to lose weight. That's fine. Um, but the biggest shift for me was if you understand that all foods are allowed, are permissible, you're not going to feel so restricted anymore. And the way that you do that to me is science. I think science is freeing because it's the facts. There's no mystery behind it. <laughs> and I love science because it's telling you, look, all foods have a value, a caloric value. And when you can understand what your body needs in a given day, depending on your your body, you know, your age, your weight, your height, and your activity level. When you can understand how many calories your personal body needs, it's so freeing because now you've got, okay, I've got this many calories to work with. How do I want to fill the, the the day up with those calories? And and then fine-tune it for um your macros. But it's not as complicated as people make it out to be. And that's the thing that I think has changed that was like the mind shift for me is that 
man, if I was on that point system, I was going to be trapped forever in that point system. And I hated that. I'm just going to be flat out honest with you. I didn't like that because I want to understand what the heck I'm doing. I don't like this mystery. I even tried really hard to get information. How does this point system, what's the science behind this? And I wasn't getting answers. I'm like, this isn't working. I'm not playing this game anymore. I'm out. I'm out and I'm going to go find the truth. And the truth is science and it works. This is the evidence informed approach that works. And everybody can use this approach. I know not everybody wants to or whatever, but this is the approach that I believe strongly in. This is the approach that I've been using with my own clients. This is the approach that I see that I see real results in. So I think just the mind shift of understanding like all food is permissible and just own it and track it all. You track it all and then you know what's going on. Just like a science project, right? <laughs> to say an experiment. What's happening over this period of time? I'm tracking everything and then make your adjustments. Track everything, make your adjustments. I just love that. It it puts it puts me more in empowered state. I am in control. I can actually make progress and know what the heck is going on. It's not a mystery to me anymore. That has helped my mindset as far as food goes. Yeah, and I agree with you 100%. I'm the same way with macros and I mean you know, Jill Coleman, you know, she's, she's amazing. But I remember when we were trying to figure out, you know, what we're going to be kind of, as she would say, the things that you would scream from the mountaintops, as far as like strategies at work. And I would just be like, macros work. Yes, <laughs> they work. Because you're informed about what your body needs. You're informed right. about how many calories you need to consume. And yes, you dial in with the macros and making sure your body gets what it needs. But if you don't know this information, you are just winging it at the end of the day. And if you're just winging it, you might not be getting results. So yeah. for somebody who is listening to us go on about tracking your food and how wonderful it is, do you have any tips or advice for just getting started with that? I mean, is it, you know, an online calculator? Is it my fitness battle? <laughs> I mean, I think the perfect world would be working with a coach who knows what they're talking about. But you, you know, know answers to this, treat Tina. Yeah. You know the answers. But for somebody <laughs> listening, maybe like the first steps or maybe like this is how to. Yes, I think it can sound very overwhelming to somebody who knows well, like, nothing about it. It can sound scary. I mean, scary enough that I'm a nurse and I didn't want to leave points. <laughs> it's kind of funny and ridiculous to look back on it now. Um, but I think to start out, if you feel overwhelmed and that's all scary, I think the first step is becoming aware, just becoming aware of food and the values of the foods. Because I think a lot of people, they're scared because that sounds all complicated macros, protein, carbohydrates and fats and oh my gosh, and grams. And it does sound really scary. I'm going to tell you on the on this other side, it's not so bad. It's simple. It's a very simple, but it is a step-by-step -step process that once you start practicing it, it just becomes second nature. And I want a side note here and say, it's not a sentence for life. You're not in prison to track for the rest of your life. I'm just going to say that because people will get scared thinking they have to do that forever and you don't. Once you know it, it's so freeing. It's You have so much freedom from food. You don't even... You can eat anything you want whenever you want, but you understand when and how to do it. And it's very freeing. But to start out as a beginner, I would just say in order to start just to become aware, because I think the fear comes from not knowing, right? Anytime we're, anytime we don't know something, that's, that's where the fear comes from, the fear of the unknown. So the first step would be, how about just start writing down 
everything you eat, just write it down on a notebook paper every day. Write it down because I think the first step is to see how much you're actually eating in a day. That's first step. Then the next step would be start to try to track everything that you eat. Get a food tracker, whether it's Lose It or My Fitness Pal, that's my favorite one. And just begin to practice, put into practice logging your food into this food app and without any emotions tied to it. Because mm-hmm. I know people feel like, oh my gosh, I don't want to track this ice cream I'm having or this cookie. But let me just say that it's all part of it. Because if you don't know, if you don't know, then you're going to continue to be afraid. So this is why a lot of times I'll, I will challenge my clients and say, you know, we're going to do the track it all challenge. And that means you're going to track everything, everything you eat all through the day, all through the week and on the weekends. Because then you have an idea of what's going on. Now, this isn't even getting into calorie deficit or targeting a calorie amount. This is just becoming aware. And I think that becoming aware is the first step. And that's when your eyes become open. And you don't even, and again, and I know Jill Fit, she preaches the same thing, like to just remove your emotions. I think she it's like getting clinical. Let's clinical. just... Let's get objective here. We're Mm -hmm. not going to have emotions tied to any of the food. We're just going to do this because this is making progress, understanding your food and how much you eat and what the caloric values are. And and then start to see what is your average calorie consumption in a day? What What is your average calorie consumption in a week? And when you know that, that's a great starting place. Because I think what happens is many women, they just jump right into it. They're like, I'm going to get in a calorie deficit right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. And then they get all, you know, complicated with it. Like, what is my number? What's my calorie target? How do I do this? And yes, you can use calorie calculator online. And yes, you can do the formulas like 12 times goal body weight in pounds and these kind of things. And you can do that to start out with, but that's not a perfect number. But I think really understand because if you tell somebody, if you kind of look at their stats, what they kind of can start out with with a calorie deficit, and then you hand them over the number and go here, I want you to target 1800 calories a day. A lot of women will just freak out because they're used to being told they needed to eat 1200 calories a day or 1000 calories a day. And so they think, oh my gosh, that's so many calories. I'm going to gain weight if I eat 1800 calories. I was like, hey girl, do you even know how many calories you eat right now? because a lot of times they don't. And this is why it's so important to track everything and learn for yourself exactly how many calories you're eating regularly. I think that's a great starting point. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how we do it over here too. We have people write it down and then they start inputting it. And we don't even have them make changes in the beginning because it is so eye-opening. And yeah, Yeah. your calories probably seems like a lot of food, but when you actually sit down and track your food, a lot of women are eating way more than that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It depends on the person for sure, but I can tell you it's happened many times where people are like, oh, I didn't realize I was eating so much or on the flip side, I was eating so little, but I think that's a perfect place to start. Macros are really just a tool. They're just giving you data. And like you said, a very clinical, non-emotional approach to changing your nutrition and your habits and whatnot. And I do think that's a really great place to start. But just like you were saying, if you just give somebody macro targets and then throw them into the fire, it's so overwhelming. It's so hard to make changes that large, that quickly, that it's so hard to stick with it long-term. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it, it is what it is. 
You know, this is the thing mindset wise, you know, whether you whether you track that food or not, your body is tracking it. You're still taking in those calories, still taking in that extra energy. Whether you stand on that scale and find out what your weight is or whether you do not, you still weigh the same. It's these funny mind games that we play with ourselves. So we have to really just remove that emotion from those things so you can get clinical so that you can actually see what's going on and make adjustments. Be realistic about what's happening. Be honest. Yep. Honesty and awareness are <laughs> huge pieces to all of this. Um, so switching gears a little bit, I have some personal questions for you as far as what would you consider your superpower and why? You definitely oh come off as this kick-ass coach. So I would just <laughs> love to hear what like drives you or what you think, you know, is your superpower. Did I put that on my thing? I wanted you to ask me. I did not. I, I, did, <laughs> I did not, not. ask that, Tina. I did not. But I just feel like it. It just comes through. Just following you as far as like your brand and your Instagram and like all that. Stop. Kind. Kind. Very kind. Um. I don't know. I didn't have time to think about this question, oh, but sorry. I'm just going to throw out my answer. Is going to be this. I understand. I understand what it feels like to feel like. Your body is out of your control. Your eating is out of control. You don't know where to start. You're frustrated. You're unhappy with yourself. You feel defeated and you think, I'm never going to lose weight. I can't seem to keep this off. And you're just so unhappy. Like, I understand that feeling. And for me, you know, I feel like if you want to say it's a superpower, my superpower is to see you where you're at, wherever you are on your fitness journey, and to encourage you that those things that you're focused on that are not helping you move forward are not important. We need to move this way. We need to look at the future and the focus on what you want. And I don't know, my superpower is just love and compassion and helping women find themselves and value themselves and realize that they can trust themselves, that they can change. I have been told this, that people seeing my journey and the things that I share, um, they're like, you make me feel like I can do it too. And that's exactly what I want you to feel because you can. <laughs> so I think that's probably it right there. It just came to me. My superpower is helping women realize that they can have their own personal transformation too. It's not, I'm not special. Anybody can do this. You just do it and you don't expect perfection. You just keep going and learning and growing and accepting it. I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. And that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like you're very, I, I said this before we hit record is like, you're just kind of like no nonsense in your approach. Like let's take action. Let's Let's do the thing. You know what I mean? So I yes. love that you said that. And it is really motivating to follow you on Instagram. If you guys don't follow Annie, so sweet. go follow her. I'll make sure I include her link. But I think that's important. It goes back to mindset and just having that like can do attitude because yeah. I do think like the worst or like the default that I think yes. a lot of people fall into is like getting overwhelmed, not doing things perfectly, and then just defaulting to doing nothing or not making any changes. And at the end of the day, that keeps you stuck. I mean, that you're not going to transform. You're not going to get to your goals and feel your best. So I think a lot of times it is just like 
taking action. So do you have any advice for anybody there as far as just like improving your mindset, motivation, just that idea of like, what are we going to do next? Like, let's not give up on this. Yeah. I think, I think realizing that all of the ways that you think right now about your food, about your nutrition and your body and your fitness and where you are today, wherever you are today on your journey, you're right where you're supposed to be. Everything that you have experienced up until this point is part of who you are. And part of who you are is all of the programming that has been going on. And that programming in your mind has been established over the years, since the very early years, right? Since you were a child, all that programming has developed in your mind. So all of the things that you believe about dieting, fitness, health, weight loss, it's all programmed. And even the way that you believe about yourself, those are all things that have been programmed as well. So when we tell women, look, stop beating yourself up, it's not easy because that's been programmed. And I think one of the things that I would want to get across to any listener who feels defeated and is feeling this kind of way, I just want to say that is programming. You know what programming is? It's habits of the mind. And guess what the good news is? Number one, there's two great things about this. Number one, it's not your fault. It isn't your fault that you've had all this programming, girl. So forgive yourself and forgive all of that and and do your best to let it go. And I think understanding that, hey, it's not my fault. It's all about programming. I can reprogram, which means let's establish habits. And one of the most important things you can do to establish your fit, healthy lifestyle is to understand it's never going to end. It is a journey. It's an ongoing journey. There's no there's no death, there's no ending to it. Um, and also understand that these habits of mine must be established only one habit at a time. I know some people can establish maybe more than one at a time. That's fine. But the sooner we understand that we cannot tackle all habits at once, then the better off we're going to be, the quicker we're going to actually make some progress. So habits of mind, I think is, is a key here understanding that it's important to establish habits and those habits that create behaviors, those that ongoing behavior that will eventually get you to wherever that goal is, but to let go of this idea that there's a destination and really begin to embrace this process of the inner self and changing your habits of mind and also changing your habits one at a time. I feel like I'm like, I could just go on and on about this because to me, the great news is that even though you've had all this programming, and I can speak from this because I've had all kinds of crazy programming, the great thing is that you can change that a little by little. And I always say this, a little by little, a little will become a lot over time. It's just understanding that it's a habit. It's habits that we want to establish and letting go of all these feelings of guilt, shame, um, you know, just beating yourself up because all of that is not helping you move forward at all. We have to take all that energy and start moving forward and trusting ourselves, loving ourselves, giving ourselves compassion, because guess what? You're not going to do it perfect. It's never going to be perfect. There isn't any such thing as perfect. The best thing to do is, like you said, you know, is yes, we want to take action, but understand that Taking And because taking action is where we're going to learn, where we're going to learn whenever we quote unquote mess up or we don't do things just right. 
those are great opportunities to figure out what did we do here and what was it that caused us to to have this behavior it's pretty deep girl um i'm really excited for some of this new mindset stuff that even myself i'm continuing to learn my own thing and i always want to teach my clients and all the members in rock that fitness about mindset but i've been teaching this without even having any like um perfect you know what official training i think i've been training myself in a lot of ways but you know our behaviors are are coming from a place of emotion and feelings and we have to recognize that that everything that we do every behavior every habit is driven by some kind of an emotion and this is why it's so important to keep on going back to why why are you doing what you're doing and, and you need to connect those emotions and those feelings to the results that you want. Um, so again, it's all about programming and habits of mind. That's huge. Mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent. And I just feel like, I mean, I'm glad you said this too, like this has been a journey and this is something that has like really shifted like your approach. And I think it's hard like conceptually maybe to wrap our brains around this because we have been so programmed to think, you know, eat less, exercise more. And, you know, that's the magic equation when like, really there's a lot more that goes into it, especially like what you said about the habits, like changing one thing at a time and like really mastering that. I think that's going to get you better results than cleaning out your cupboards, you know, nixing all sugar, no alcohol, you know, it's like too much at once. So I do think like the slow and steady approach, you know, will get people better results, you know, long-term. So I'm glad you glad you mentioned a bunch of those things because I very much agree. I'm like, yes. Yeah. And Tina, you know what? Because you said that, it kind of spurred me to think about how many times I hear a client or a woman say, I have failed so many times. I'm just scared to try again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't believe in myself because I've failed so many times. And to that, I would say, two things like let's let's go into your past let's look at the things that you have accomplished what have you done that you have success successfully done you've accomplished and you feel really proud of that i want you to really dig deep into those emotions and those feelings and understand that you have the ability to do whatever you set your mind to because you've done it you've done just look at the things you have done okay and you can take that same energy and those same emotions and those same feelings and put them towards this idea um, of becoming the best version of yourself physically in your health and in your fitness and um, the habits. Mm -hmm. What is something you can do? You know, you can do for the next week, the next two weeks. That's different. One thing that you can work on, just work on that one thing. And when you can master that, that one habit, whether it's making sure you get plenty of water or making sure you, maybe you go for a walk for five minutes or 10 minutes, you know, three times a week. What is one small little piece of health and fitness that you can put into place for a period of time and establish that habit? It doesn't matter. The smaller, the better, because you're going to win and those wins add up. And there's something very powerful about those wins adding up over time because your subconscious mind believes you, you can do it. It's very important. That's how you can start to grow your confidence and make progress one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Especially like just racking up those small wins. It builds that momentum. And yeah, no, there's no like there's no small win because every small win is big. It really Mm -hmm. matters. 
I love that. I love talking about wins. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Um, And before we wrap up here, I have one more kind of personal question. Um, But for you, you know, just love getting to know you and your story. You know, what would you say is probably one non-negotiable when it comes to your health, your wellness, self-care, like something you do every day? Oh, water and sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. Hundred percent. No, but for real. I mean, there's a lot of things, but nothing. I'm telling you, getting plenty of sleep, and I'm not just saying getting sleep. Like I'm saying optimal sleep. That is like a superpower in itself. Like women don't understand, girl. If you just get yourself plenty of sleep, you're going to be a superhero in your life. Yeah, because all the things you're going to be able to think more clearly, you're going to be able to, uh, you know, cope with things and get more done and focus and just sleep is a superpower. So sleep and water. I get plenty of water is my jug. I finish this jug every day (laughs) and it helps with everything, all of your bodily functions and your performance every day. Those two are like those are non-negotiable for me. I mean there's plenty but those if that's yeah i just threw that out there those two are very important and having fun gotta yeah. have fun mm-hmm. and not take myself so seriously <laughs> yep yep agree on all fronts well good we're best friends now tina <laughs> we are we are we are best friends um but i have loved this conversation you have said so many helpful inspiring things this is like such a great episode um so as we wrap up here you know where can people learn more about you and your services if you do want to talk about any of those feel free i know you have an amazing podcast but yeah i would just love all those details you're so sweet for asking um and i want to ask the same thing for you because i want to tell all my clients about you cuz i I love the things that you're doing that I'm not doing, and I'm all, I'm very fascinated by it. Um, for me, I I run a program. Uh, my program is called Rock That Fitness. We have a membership, and our membership includes training in nutrition for fat loss, nutrition for performance. We have lots of training online on our members portal for all of that. We have a strength training program that we deliver on our Rock That Fitness app, so it helps you be in an established, structured plan. And we we teach about mindset throughout our training. And we have an, an amazing online community that is so supportive and encouraging. Um, I can't say enough about all the rock stars in that membership. Um, that's membership. And we do have one-on-one coaching. And my co-coach, Coach Abby Osborne, she's amazing. We share, like, we coach the same. So I have given over the reins to one-on-one coaching and she is freaking amazing with what she does. So that's what we do in Rock That Fitness. You can find me at rockthatfitness.com and Rock That Fitness on Instagram. And I'm always trying my best to give helpful you know, tips and encouragement and motivation and inspiration. And I'm in my stories almost, yeah, I shouldn't say almost. I'm in my stories every day on Instagram. <laughs> I live there. A lot of that stuff all goes over to Facebook. So I am on Facebook, but I don't think my Facebook is called Rock That Fitness. It's Anna Wilson. No. Yeah. It's Anna Wilson. That's me or something like that. Um, I'm on TikTok, but not consistently. And I do have a podcast, Rock That Fitness um, with Anna Rockstar is what it's called on, on all the platforms. So yeah, you should tell us because I'm going to share this podcast. <laughs> tell us, Tell us where we can find you, Tina. Awesome. Well, I will include all those details in the show notes. Okay. Um, For sure. For sure. So people can track you down and stalk you on Instagram like I do. But thank you so much for being here today. Love this. It is my pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. I am so honored. Thank you so very much. I appreciate you. 